Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Uh, while I'm still a conversion student, and it may seem like putting the cart before the horse to give this Devar Torah, I uh, am very thankful for this unique opportunity to uh, learn more through practice. This Devar Torah is titled, Growing Through Piles of Hardship. This Parsha begins with Jacob fleeing his brother Esau from Beersheba to Haran, the land of his kin. On the way, Yaakov sleeps on a stone and uses it to build a pillar to God the next day, naming the place House of God because it's the significant dream he has. While he slumbers, he sees angels climb up and down a ladder between heaven and earth. The God of Abraham and Isaac stands at the top of the stairway and assigns Bethel to him and his offspring. The image of traveling messengers seems to be connected to him and his descendants. We see Jacob travel highs and lows in his formative 20 years with his uncle Levon. At the end of this roller coaster of trials, Jacob and Levon set up a monument like the one in the beginning, but this time call it Yugar Shaharuta or the Mound of Witness. Here they signify their newfound awareness that God beholds all that transpires between them. It is the recognition not only that God watches between us in our relationships, but also judges in the midst of us. This Torah portion begins and ends with acts that can be examples to all, to us all, amassing stones to formally endorse a deeper understanding of the divine amongst us. At this point in history, Yisrael is not yet named, and spiritual practice for Yaakov is little more than honoring the God of his grandfather and father, Abraham and Yitzchak, however he can. Furthermore, Jacob does not formally make Hashem his God at this point. Jacob is skeptical of God's promise, yet chooses to officially mark these moments when he hears from Hashem. So our patriarch naturally but tentatively engages in a relationship with the divine. What is noteworthy is that through all of these trials, Leah being switched for Rachel, Jacob's wives being unhappy, and Jacob working a long time for unfair wages, through all of this, Jacob continues to work. What is he really working through? He is surrounded by reflections of his own deceptive action with Esau, And each time he is hit with something, he acts with perseverance. He does not give up, but he seems to humbly know that what happens to him is supernal justice. Thus, he allows God to judge in the middle of each relationship that plays out, i.e., fleeing Esau, meeting Rachel, wedding Leah, having children with Leah, having children with the maidservants Bilah and Zilpah, the Mandrake transaction, having more children with Leah and a child with Rachel, multiplying his flocks, fleeing Laban, and meeting Laban again in reconciliation. God judges in each of these interactions and even intervenes some. Is it often that we pass through the house of God 
just to enter a house of trials. Perhaps we all do this weekly to some extent. Tests can give us a taste of our own medicine, and that serves to bolster our self-awareness so that we can grow into better people. At some point, we tend to come to the same conclusion as the psalmist, for it is God who has done it. What are the ways we acknowledge God through these process beginnings and conclusions? Spontaneous prayer, liturgical prayer, blessings, and even the words Hashem are all great ways to mark these developmental inflection points, which do happen daily. Fashioning these verbal shrines allows us to conclude lessons and note the progress of even challenging lines of development and also allows us to note the positives. Jacob gains a large family, a large amount of flocks and wealth, greater self-awareness, and independence through this two-decade-long process. He learns to be good to Levan even when Levan is miles away, unlike in Jacob's youth when he steals his brother's blessing while Esau is in the field. The mound of witness marks Jacob's maturity with the lesson that one's integrity is always at stake. God witnesses our hearts as well as our actions. This realization can allow our families and communities to thrive, not fracture. May God judge between us. May we all grow well, together or separately, and especially through piles of hardship. Through Shabbos. This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.